So I think, like I said, yeah, certainly tomorrow. Still hasn't done it, right? Okay, so Facebook Live is on. Let me make sure I'm unboxing it. Boom. Second one this week, rather than it. I'm killing it. <laughs> okay, so we have no one, no one heard about your nails. So we have um, Facebook Live here, and then we have our interactive camera here with Instagram. <laughs> so, um, guys, welcome to welcome to our October. Oh, you got some viewers coming here. Welcome to October um, podcast. October live Q&A. I've got no words left in my head today. Welcome to our October Q&A live interactive podcast. We've got this new trainer with this fancy new hairdo. And um, so today I have Stephen Kane and Josh Hackford with me. These guys are the guys behind Explosive Fitness Performance. I wore my t-shirt. <laughs> so we're going to be talking a lot about um, what is sponsored by our Yes. We're going to be talking a lot about their course, and then we have a couple other questions um, lined up. And then, if you have anything you want to ask us, fire them onto this um, Instagram feed here. All right. You can also ask questions on uh, Facebook. So, guys, before we start, um, do you want to just let us know what your course is like in a nutshell? What is your course about? Uh, well, basically, it's a sports performance course for trainers, athletes. Any uh, sports performance coaches that want to set sort of take their training to the next level. We go a bit more in depth with like each aspect of training, strength, speed, power, uh, your mobility, your core work. We show we sort of show these people how to structure like an elite session. Uh, you know, when you do personal training courses, <coughs> you get you know you sort of learn a little bit of everything, but not much in depth. And you just basically get told to go and figure it all out. We go more in depth with it, so. What I like about it is it's like more programming. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. give, we give them yeah. more structure to actually yeah. deliver these sessions, you know. And yeah, I think it's not just for the average job, it's for, you know, athletes, the performance coaches that are saying, you know, probably sprinters, boxers. We try and aim those workshops, so it's more specific to boxing. Uh, we sort of <coughs> put a lot of drills in there because we obviously we work for the boxing gym, so <coughs> we try and implement them drills in there too. What, um, how long have you been going now then? Eight, eight months now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done two workshops. We're going on to our third, aren't we? Okay. Um, are we strong, aren't we, babe? <laughs> 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 These longest relationships. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doom, yeah, a little bit long. <laughs> 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 Is that why it cuts here? Pretending. I know, yeah. <laughs> What's the crack down with CUs? Yeah, we're nearly done now. Yeah. So we got the manual uh, all done and dusted, and we should be done today, and then we can sort of take. Send it over and get a get a credit uh, credit to them, and that's a big, it's a big part, especially if you're training. You can have points to you. Yeah. So if you take this course, you, you get it. Yeah, yeah, you will do. Yeah, but yeah. this one that we got next week, I don't think it's going to be ready by then. But the, the next one definitely. Yeah. Well, we sent a manual off, didn't we? More it like two, three months ago now. Yeah. We they just... sent us some good feedback on what we need to do in terms of what to add into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Assessments. Uh, we had to kind of do a bit more. Um, reviewing in it, um, how to work with the little things that, like you, that you wouldn't be reading. We, did, we did not, but like the yeah. actual, the actual the workshop that itself, the actual content is good. You just wanted stuff on the outside that we didn't know about, like, yeah, like, the, like, the, like the references, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
show where we got the information from yeah. and everything like that. So we've been back at university. Yeah. <laughs> so a popular question that came up with a couple of people was, um, what made you, like, what's the why behind it? Why did you start it? We talked on this before, we? Yeah. For lunch and, uh, so I used to do uh, the academies with Tony and Glenn Kev, the Boxing Bay Academies, and I really liked doing them, but then, I, you know, my background and what I really enjoyed was, was the, just the condition side, the strength and condition side of it. Yeah. And uh, I started thinking, you know, I've done, a lot of, I've done a lot of workshops myself and courses, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I, some of them I like, but a lot of them I didn't like. Yeah, so, yeah. So, just, uh, well, I was like, why don't I sort of make me own? And basically, that's what I did. And I, I've kept it more sports performance because, you know, that's my background. That's, that's what me and uh, Josh really enjoy doing. Um, you know, my background's trained a lot of fighters, especially for the UK lads, pro, pro boxers. Um, yeah. So we sort of wanted to sort of go down that avenue with it. But like I said before, it's for, it's for, it's for personal trainers. It's for anyone that wants to sort of learn how to structure and sort of execute elite training sessions. Um, and yes, yeah, so basically that's where I got from doing the, doing the academies. Yeah, yeah. And then I started just playing around and what, what content could I do? And I was like, this is just way too much work for me as one person. I need to get someone else in, so I have to get someone else English. <laughs> that's the criteria. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the yeah. It's because we, we train our clients similar as well. Yeah, and you do like, have sport performance more than... So, yeah. like I say, we've done certifications together. We kind of like... Um, yeah. We need to do it a little bit different. Yeah. Like, we need it more interactive. Well, like you said, you've, sat down. you've got a different angle to um, to bring to it. That's yeah. why out there already. Yeah. Yeah. Interactive. Not many people do agility courses. I yeah. show you how to do a box jump, do plyometrics, uh, how to interact with your clients a little bit more. Like, you never get shown that. It's a lot more theory based when you, yeah. when you do this certification. So just thought, let's have it a little bit hands on. Yeah. Talk yeah. as we go along. Yeah. It's a good, so, it's a good mixture. It's, it's a really good mixture of like theory and, and practical. Yeah. Um, it's very hands-on, so maybe, especially for coaches, um, it's really good for them because you know you don't need workshops. You're sitting there just listening to someone speak for you know eight hours, some of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sixteen some days. Uh, so like it's good, you know, especially for coach. The only way to get better is hands-on coaching, not yeah. just sitting there listening to someone. Come. You want to actually be yeah, delivering yeah. yourself. So. We, we draw the day that that's that's how we sort of structure you know one one uh, one person's going to be working as the coach the person's going to be the client so they're getting that hands-on work and you know getting that feedback from that you know that, that client as well so. yeah well then where do you see yourself then taking it like what are your 2019 goals then uh, of course there's many i mean we're going to be doing these every three months now uh, we've been getting great feedback on instagram i've had a, a few people from australia Asking oh, yeah, me nice. uh, to do a workshop over there. Yeah. I've been asked uh, Dubai. So the plan is to, you know, get a few more of these under our belt and then obviously expand and start going yeah. abroad a bit. That's the plan. If I can leave that country. Yeah. <laughs> I can't leave yet. Um, I'll leave it. Josh is grounded. So Glenn has uh, fired a question in here. Uh, what would I learn at the workshop? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you actually did it's basically how a lot of trainers, I feel, if they're new to it, you don't really know how to structure yeah. a that's, session. That's the biggest thing. The biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we show we structure. How Why you're doing something random. Yeah, 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 you're not winging it. We give them like a template. It's like, you know, so 
there's, there's no mistakes. You know, you know exactly what you're doing, and you can implement it with you know everyday clients or your or athletes. So that that's the biggest thing that we, that we give them. We give them a structure, like a template to go away and yeah, implement yeah. it within your sessions. You know, just that's what I, I liked about when I took it was um, okay. Let's get you warmed up. Let's get you activated. Yeah. Let's work on agility, yeah. like build from the floor. Not yeah. like, okay, this is how you do the most explosive movement ever. Let's get your body. It's, it's all about, like you said, it's like building up, it's progressing. Yeah. It's, it, it's all about it not winging it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like I said, it's a structure to everything that we do within this course. Uh, and we just give them the knowledge on it too. So we go a bit more in depth explaining it. Like I said before, it's very hands-on. Um, so yeah, it's, a, it's giving them that template, that structure that they can go away and implemented with their clients and not look Mickey Mouse, they look professional yeah. when they're doing yeah. it. You know, you, you haven't got a structure to what you're doing, how, how are your clients going to progress and get better? If you're just changing your sessions every day, they're not going to get better at anything because you, you keep switching it, so you, there's no progression, you're, yeah, not, yeah. you're not consistent. You're not consistent yeah. Well then, tell uh, let's tell everyone we have on Instagram right now about your course next week. If they still want to get involved, how they can get involved. Um, so basically, it's it's going to be next week. It's going to be Sunday the fourteenth of October. It's going to be based here in Boxing Bay and Brentwood. We uh, simple. We've got a website they can go to. It's just www.explosivefitnessperformance.com. Go onto the the main page and it'll take you step by step. It's real quick. Um, it'll take you like two minutes to get signed up. That's about it, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> Follow you on Instagram. <laughs> so a good question. Then uh, actually, more than one person asked was there. Uh, what are the top three benefits of combining this course, your explosive fitness performance, yeah. with the Boxing Burn Level 1, Level 2 Academies? Yeah, like I mean, like I've done these, I've done the academies with Glenn, Tony, and Kevin for a while. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of the people that they're getting on the academy are trainers. And so basically, this, they're learning how to straight box, technique, and everything. So basically, what we're teaching them. Is the strength and conditioning side of it? Yeah. So if you're yeah. a trainer, you literally learn how to hold mitts. Why not try and make your, your clients stronger, faster, yeah. more agile on the feet? That's what we teach them. So we, we we improve the athletic performance. That will improve where the boxing. they're doing the boxing specific yeah. drills. Yeah. And so we're like the other side of that. So it's like a, it's like a pro fighter. Yeah. It's like a pro boxer basically going going to the gym and training with you know training with you doing your pad work and they're gonna to come to me and do the strength and conditioning. Yeah. So they're getting the best of both worlds. So if you're if you're a personal trainer, this is a great way to blend the both together and you you're gonna stand out a mile. Yeah. We show a lot of boxing specific exercises as yeah. well. It's sports performance, like you said. It we, we do a lot of boxing drills. Don't we? Yeah. Just because a lot of trainers that we have in whole uh, mitts, they're the boxing yeah. trainers. So yeah. it's boxing fitness. Yeah. So we, we try and apply it yeah. to what they're actually going to be doing with the clients. So we might as well, if we're in a boxing gym, we might as well show them how to... I think then, like, yeah. if, if I have a client and I'm doing myths with her, with her, right? And then, you know, she trains with you and she's working on explosive punching. Mm. Then she comes back to me and I say, you know, one, two. She'll feel that. Like, <laughs> it's like when they hold myths again or go punch myths, they see the progression of what they've done with you through yeah, yeah. like the boxing again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so yeah, that's basically what we're doing. We're improving their athletic performance. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what we're doing. Yeah. So a big question. We got lots of lots of hits on this question. This guy's hair. Number be, one. He has to be done, guys. Are you more aer aerodynamic with this hair? I feel faster. Yeah. I do feel lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I 
feel I've lost like five pounds off my head. My head was turning a little bit. You want to lose yeah. weight, guys? Just get a haircut. Just get a haircut. Get your ears lowered. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people are interested, you know. What prompted it? It was just time. I was sick of wearing a hat every day. Yeah. And, like, I was. and it was just, it was just a mess. Yeah, it's not the control. It was a mess. I couldn't control it anymore. Yeah. The day I did cut, uh, my wife. Yeah, she was not. <laughs> she was not happy. I, I thought I would, I thought I would get divorced that day. <laughs> like I came in and she, she was like, "What have you done?" She yeah. married me. She was like, "I fancied you more with long hair." I'm like, I think it looks better. Sure. She's like, "No, it don't." Like, so I thought I thought the file was coming out for the divorce. Yeah. But, in nah, fairness, everyone in the gym, like I walked in, I was like, "Wow, oh, like." Like night and day, and yeah, to be fair, remember, I remember cool. like, Why did Josh cut his hair? And I'm like, He's a grown ass man. Like, that's, that's I, had a, I had a midlife crisis <laughs> at 28. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a day or two, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, yeah, but good. to be fair, though, the new the, the long hair was was new. I only got yeah, it, I yeah. only got it since I moved to LA. Tell them, tell them the real reason why, why you didn't cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to find out why you cut it's your because hair? I only let my mum come at her, <laughs> and she don't come that very often, so <laughs> I had to wait until she came out, so yeah, it just ruined it. My mum has been out for two years now. Yeah. <laughs> just cutting her. Okay, so back to some questions that were left on uh, the Facebook page. Um, this is a good one, actually. What's the most important quality of a trainer, in your opinion, and do you think certs are really important, or really that important? Most important quality of the trainer. I'll start if you want to take for a second. Um, Go for it. Go for it, Kez. I was chatting to someone earlier about this. Is number one, well, there's two that are neck and neck with me. Uh, being client focused. Yeah. And then being on time. So you can have yeah. all the knowledge in the world to be sound, but if, if yeah. you're late, that will people get annoyed at that. Yeah. But if if you're not focused on your clients, you know it yeah. doesn't work. You got to be not self-centered. You got to be. You got it. Yeah, you got to be client focused. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they have a goal. They're paying yeah. you for it. Yeah, you're so, helping them. Yeah, if they're having a shitty day. You're there. To pick yeah, them up. you're the therapist. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. What about you? Any different ones? I'd say for me is uh, being passionate. Like really, like enjoying your job, um, and also. Willing to learn, willing yeah. to learn new things, not just being sort of get left in the in the 90s. You know, if you get a trainer, yeah. I think you know everything. You know, you're, you're always evolving. Right? There's always new tricks to trade coming out there. There's always some new equipment, some new techniques. Well, I think we're new prime. Science. I think we're prime yeah. example of that. Though, exactly. It's like we're not from a boxing background. We're from football background, strength and conditioning. Yeah. We weren't obviously you've been here a lot longer than I have. But when I came to boxing, but and I. I didn't know how to hold mitts, I didn't know how to throw a punch. Right. Yeah. Um, but you just being <laughs> 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 uh, I think it's being adaptable and being passionate about what you're doing and enjoying it and then kind of putting it onto your client and show show them what you, you like. Uh, I think yeah. passion is like the big yeah. part for me though. Because everything yeah. else everything else you can sort of just learn or like, you know, teach yourself how to do it. Because if you're not passionate you know, if you're not passionate. You're boring then, when you're, 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 you're not passionate. You don't want to be there. So, like, yeah. you, it's going to be people are going to be able to see that in your face and you, you know the way you walk around the gym. So, yeah. So, you know, I think passionate the biggest one for me. But also, like I said, willing to learn new things and 
all digital back in the time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? What was the other question? Um, do you think certs are important? Really, yeah. really that important? Yeah. I, yeah. I do. No, I do. Yeah. I feel like if you're doing a personal trainer course and you want it to be a personal trainer, then I think it's yeah. important that you take a personal trainer course. Yeah. You've got to keep um, over as well, haven't you? You've got, yeah, to you've got to keep, like I say, you've got to keep learning. Yeah. Like, you can't just say, oh, I'm just going to do one cert, like that's it, I'm done now. Yeah. I'm just going to teach people this and that's it. Um, Sorry, Mel? No. Sorry, Mel. I think um, you definitely need a foundation level cert. Um, it doesn't have to be straight away. You, you can get a job and be working towards it at the same time. Yeah. But you need to understand the fundamentals of how we move, why we yeah. And then, like you said, always learning. Because let, let's see, I did a, a course maybe in the last year that um, I didn't really learn anything new. But it refreshed a lot of like cues and and like reestablished those foundations a bit more. So even though it was something I had already done, it yeah. refreshed it all again. Yeah, that's right. So definitely always doing certs. I think as well. Do well, we have teachers so always. Yeah. So we can't say no. Nah, <laughs> don't do a cert. <laughs> you know, it's also good for, for networking as well. Yeah, building relationships. For networking, I mean, you know what? Obviously, the bigger. The bigger, like the workshops, or like the academy fun, you know, you've got people from all over the world doing it. Mm -hmm. So you don't know where, you don't know where you're going to meet them down the line from. And again, it's always yeah. good, good to network with people from, you know, from backgrounds, different countries. And you never know, you could be teaming up with them in the future. So, yeah, like, really important, obviously, for your knowledge and, and uh, you know, getting, getting more knowledge. But so, Really yeah, yeah. I've met some really interesting people on yeah. some workshops, even even though the workshops to me were pretty, some of the ones I've been on, I didn't really enjoy. I've met, I've, I've met some like, you know, some good trainers, I, I keep in touch with them to this day. Guys, fire us some questions on on Instagram if you have any to ask uh, Stephen and Josh. So obviously their strength is, um, you know, explosive fitness, performance, stuff like that. Strength and conditioning, boxing, any fitness related questions or... I mean, nutrition, lifestyle, anything at all, fire them on here and we'll get them answered for you. Um, an interesting one always comes up anytime I have a guest is what would you be doing if you weren't a trainer? <laughs> would you be working uh, in your local supermarket? I don't know what I'd be doing. I always, well, I always wanted to be a footballer. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I had, to, I had to retire from that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's our question. I, I think I'd definitely be in, in sports. So I mean, for me, me personally, before I when I moved to when I moved to America, I was doing I was coaching football, soccer, and I was doing my personal training on the side as well. So yeah. I think I'd probably be in coaching, football, soccer coaching myself. Yeah, probably would hundred percent. I'd probably do. What would you be doing if you weren't in fitness? No way with fitness. <laughs> Throw a curveball at you. Probably working with your stepdad. Join her. Oh, couldn't hear you, man. Oh, couldn't hear Yeah. Family trade. Do you know what I'd be doing, right? Um, I used to do a, like five things at once and never have any time for anything. I used to be in a band playing drums. I used to be doing tattoos. Yeah. And I'd be boxing. And I'd be soccer coaching. And then I, I did something else. Yeah, 
I used to draw um, murals on gym walls. That was like a little niche yeah. job. So if I didn't stay in fitness and, and move to LA, I would love, I would, I would love to be in a successful band and get to like play drums all the time. That'd be amazing. But I think I'd probably, I'd probably be doing something like party. Party, like, yeah. Just like, like there's like little murals in here and stuff like that. After I stopped playing, I was a semi-pro footballer and then I was coaching. And you were coaching. I'm a trainer and then I had a few little uh, I don't so yes. in between, so like when I was doing my coaching badges, I was playing semi-pro, so I was, I was getting paid from that and I was doing my, my, my badges at the same time. But I was working for an agency. It was like a, it was a, a basically it's like a challenging behaviour uh, program. So I, I worked for an agency. I basically got sent to these schools. Yeah. So basically, kids that have been kicked out of mainstream schools, yeah. and I'd have to like go and basically work with them. Wow. Yeah, that was a uh, that was that was that was interesting. Time. Do you know what? Yeah. Uh, don't take this wrong. I'm like that is the last thing I can see you doing. I'm having to be patient. Where I actually like, got it for like a year and a half. Did, I, did you like it? Was it hard? To be fair, some of the kids were like quite like I got over some. You recognise yourself in a little bit. Of but time some of, some of them had really really bad issues. Like they had bad upbringing, and they were doing some quite bad things. Some of them were you know you think naughty kids, they did, but she, these were like yeah. next these next were, level. These were, yeah. these were next doing, level naughty. These, <laughs> these were doing things that you know you can't really talk about on here, but yeah. really you know bad things. And, you know that 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 ran its course, and then I know I, like, I need to do this full time now with the coaching and the personal training. So I just put my energy all into that, and then I've looked back since, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's worked out well. I mean, it's pretty. I'm glad it did because I'd be pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like what we always say about if you still lived at home, right? So we're from like England, Ireland, so very similar cultures, like pretty much the same. Yeah. Like we're closer to each other than like. Los Angeles to San Francisco. Right? Yeah. So we always say like if we still lived at home, because we're just we're over thirty. Josh, what are you speak? We'd be like fat bald and depressed. If you're a bloke, you're fat bald and depressed. Because you gotta stop living by the time you're like. Oh, thirty fat bald. Yeah. Like done. Yeah, like, it's like retirement. If you, got, if you haven't got four kids in the house, you finished. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's weird. I couldn't imagine. Uh, like it just feels like I've lived here yeah. forever. It's gone quick. Yeah, I've been here two and a half, two and a half years now. Um, so we have a hi, Josh. Thanks for kicking my boat yesterday from Red B. Who? Red B. Red underscore B. Red B. I don't know. You kicked her ass yesterday. How oh, many right, asses then. did you kick? A few, I think. <laughs> So next question. Um, I really care about this client. Does he love them? <laughs> <laughs> too many, too many clients. Instagram. Um, Tom Bastren. Oh, Johnny. Is our name? Yeah, I keep asking why. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know this week? Yeah. Next question. <laughs> so this is aimed at Josh. Hot seat. Uh, how do you handle difficult clients? Um, it depends on how difficult they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe a difficult client sent in this question. 
Um, Jojo. Jojo, yeah. <laughs> so this happens to me a lot. I get clients that are like, how do I, you know, they'll tell me what they want. And I'll say, this is how you get it. And they're like, well, no, I don't want to do that for A, B, or C. And it's like, well, if you want, let's say, if you want uh, muscle definition, you got to get some weights involved. I'm like, no, I don't want weights. So to me, they're difficult clients because you got to convince them. Yeah. Well, that's it. You've got to convince them. Yeah. They've got to trust you that yeah. you know what you're doing. <laughs> it's basically just having patience. More patience with certain clients than others. You know, I guess some yeah. clients that come in, they... They'll understand what you need to do and they'll just do it first time off the bat. But some people need a bit more encouragement and, you know, basically grab them to do it, you know, get them to do it. Yeah. It's like we were talking about earlier. You're kind of a therapist. Yeah. Um, If they're on a shitty day, then you've got to be there to listen to them. Just be caring. You don't have to argue with them or anything like that. Just um, disagree with them. Just be there. You just got to adapt to every client. Everyone's got a good trainer will be able to adapt to that and basically get the best of the clients. Yeah. But if I had a hard train, if I had someone, I'd say the hardest person to train for you is definitely Jojo. Jojo. Why is Jojo so difficult to train? Oh, she complains. What's the most difficult thing? She never pays. She never pays. You have a few WhatsApps and hellos. How's it going? Hello. Uh, old boxer thirty-seven. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, any questions? Uh, fire them in. Um, is anyone watching the fight tomorrow? You can't see. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can see a few on this. Yeah, My eyes are so bad. No, uh, big fight tomorrow if you like watching MMA. So you don't McGregor versus Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone on this? Are you watching it? Where is watching it? And who is uh, backing? Who seems to win? Yeah, Kerry's having it. Ah, uh, yeah. That's where I'm going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your predictions, guys? Are you into it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Connor's been to the gym on a few times. Yeah, he's one of our. One of the boys that's left on the planet. But yeah, I remember when I was saying to Mickey, he was watching the yeah, sessions. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to him for like an hour in the toilets, just like, just talking yeah. about like, because he was going to New York for his fight and yeah. he was going to walk him out. That was Mick's first fight. Yeah, it's deep. And he was just saying, he was watching, watching my, my uh, I don't know, trained in my old gym, Pascal Collins basically like would come up for sparring. And that gym is like no drills. It's like yeah. freezing in the winter, freezing all year long. Um, so like we, we don't have fancy stuff, we're just like old school, bags playing, a bathroom, a shower, like like if the lights went out he, he wouldn't care, he just trained drill. Yeah. Um someone here reckons it'll be a second round knockout. I've heard that a couple of times today. Second round knockouts. Yeah. I don't, to be fair, I don't know much about him, no, yeah. so it's like, I don't know how good I don't know much is. about Steve, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
Sim, a mesma imagem. Sim, sim, sim. Porque ele Fury versus Wilder. Fury. Fury. I'm going Fury. Yeah. I'm going Fury. Yeah. When is yeah. December? Yeah. First of December. Where is it? It's December. Where is it? It's December. 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 Um, it's going to be interesting, but you know, we've only had what two fights since he's been back. Yeah. Yeah, so he hasn't been active. But the thing about Fury is like he's got that boxing brain. Yeah. If anyone yeah. can beat Wilder, it's, it's Fury because he, he's, he's, he's a clever fighter. He's, he's not, not a good boxer because he's fit and he's yeah. shit. He's, he's a good boxer because he's, he's like. He's, he's, not, yeah. he's not a heavy hitter, he's just like a clever boxer. So he just, if he gets hit though. I think it's good night. For Fury? Mm. That's yeah. what I mean, if that's what you say, if you get it. That's what I mean, yeah. What are you doing? It's getting a little time. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's been in, man. He was at San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. They're like very different fighters. Completely. Like, one is like... Styles make fights, though. Yeah, yeah, really is. Like, their approach to training. So different. Um, someone here is like, I was thinking Fury. Look at this shit talk. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> you should talk about. I, I, I think I've been watching. I've been watching the build-up to him and the, the presses. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like over the top. You yeah. can see the both yeah. because you actually both like each other. You know yeah, I, mean? yeah. I think that's what it is. And it's I don't bit, like when it's. And I've been watching it. I think it's it a, is. It's a bit two stage this time. You know yeah. What I, mean? I watched that first one, the BT Sports one, the yeah. first press conference, and it was just like. It's a bit, a bit like, a bit bit like the Mayweather McGregor one, that, that got to a stage it was a bit too much. Right? It was like, what, four days in a yeah, row or something? Yeah, same with these. And the last one was just... Yeah, yeah they've had London, yeah. LA, and it continues repeating the same yeah. stuff. Yeah, they've got to sell a fight, haven't they? Oh, we got a thumbs up, Scouser in the house. Alfie Richel, nine. <laughs> Where are you from, uh, Richel? Um, I was actually saying this earlier as well to one of our newer trainers, Taff. Um, do you feel like UFC or even boxing, do you think press conferences in general have become like too much like wrestling, too much like fake? It's like, it's for show. You know how wrestling yeah, I, I do, but I, I still watch it though. Yeah, it's still it, yeah. it gets me hooked. Like, I'll, I'll still watch the, the press, fight I'll regardless watch. of the press conference. Yeah. I mean, it does hype me a little bit. Found like emotionally involved with, like if I really like a fighter, I'm like, like you know, I'll, I'll watch the smack talk happening. But, um, that's why I love watching McGregor, like the build up for him. But he actually looks like he actually means it. He, yeah. He gets to another level. Where there's no smile, no shake of hands. He, he gets into it. Yeah. Like he, it's like psychological warfare yeah. for him, isn't it? Like he's got to, he's got to defeat his opponent before they get yeah. in the ring. It's good. I think it's a good way to do it. Huh? This Alfie guy has said, uh, press conferences are hilarious because you can see if there's nerves there, like if they're scared. Yeah. So have you seen any of that with, have you seen many of the press conferences for Conor and um, I think, I watched the oh, first yeah. one. There's a huge I watched the Conor, yeah. Conor, yeah. Conor, Conor, Conor. 
So there's like Connor all day with that. But I don't think people did, are reacting though. Did I didn't even know he's saying. I to be fair, yes, yeah, so it's a language barrier. No, but to be fair, Connor was coming up with some things about oh, about his dad and yeah, and like, yeah. To be fair, he, he understood me saying it. He couldn't react to it because I don't know if it was true or he was shocked that he knew this like this Yeah, I think he was shocked. I was like a bit with, with the press conference, I think the last one yesterday, and all the stuff Con was saying about like the manager, you know, <laughs> shocked the fire and I loved it. <laughs> um, right, if you got any more questions coming in here for you guys, myself. Um, one we did have from a coach's point of view, um, so, what are the top three errors you see in boxing technique, and what are your go-to cues to correct them? Um, so, probably the, the biggest one is footwork, isn't it? Like you see it in the classes a lot, people just crossing their legs or touching yeah. the feet together. Um, well, real simple, isn't it? So, what we use anyway, we actually do this in, in the workshop. Um, it's a good way of it's like a it's like a, a what's it called activation drill. Activation, that, activation yeah. drill that we use. Use with fighters for shallow boxing, it's just mini band shallow boxing. Uh, yeah, it's great yeah. to basically get everything activated like your glutes and then uh, your core that, that you need that a lot in boxing. But it's a good way to help with footwork and technique because it just keeps you from bringing the feet together and keeping that posture when you're moving. I've seen yeah. you do that in your um, classes, yeah. When it's yeah. so like, yeah, when the class yeah. activation, yeah. before they get yeah. Yeah, it's an external cue, isn't it? It's like, like, say, we use it as a glute activation exercise, but. Yeah. Your client knows that they're bringing the feet together, then the band's not tight. Yeah, so the band is around their feet. Also. Yeah, it's like, yeah. then the feet are close. It's real close simple, it's a real simple drill, but it's really effective. You know, all the pros do as well. So, yeah, yeah. Works. What else do we see? Um, top three. I mean, I'm not bringing the hands back to the face. The hands real back, simple for yeah. that. It's giving me a little slap. It? <laughs> it is. It is. We need the ring. Slap around the ears. It's something I see a lot. Uh, one of mine that my, my brain's on is not a lot. Is that like not using the hips at all? Like everything yeah. being arm, like yeah. I'm out of the picture here. Arm punches rather than like <laughs> twisting. Yeah. Um, with that, that's a hard one to, to like cue. It's like an athletic thing you've got to develop. But um, telling people to like try swivel through their hips rather than just like arm it. Yeah. And like if they swivel their hip, their shoulder automatically goes. Yeah. Well, I remember taking after that first academy um, and they were basically just saying that you just rotate your hips is every single punch. So yeah, yeah. you turn your left hip in, you can feel the jab or the hook. You turn your right, you hit it on your back foot. You turn your right hand, you're up because it's the same movement. Yeah. So yesterday I had a client that just kind of said, don't throw any punches, have yeah. your hands up, just turn the hips, pivot on your feet. And that's every single punch that you're going to throw. It's your slips, it's your rolls, it's, it's yeah, the same, it's it the same movement. There's two moves in boxing. This way or that way. That's it. Everything else is stuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, boxing, that's, that's transfer weight, isn't it? That's all transfer, it is. Transfer, that's it, that's all it is. So that's what we talk about at the workshop, actually. We're giving like certain drills, don't we? Like the activation stuff, mm -hmm. how to transfer that force from the feet all the way up through the core and out through the knuckles. So we give them certain drills that can help improve the speed and power of the punches. Yeah. And that'll help with the fall when they're getting pants as well. So. What else do we see? I yeah. saw a good one the other day with, I've never done it with, my clients, but it was kind of like trying to keep the hands up. You, yeah. know, with, you, you keep a boxing glove underneath and you keep your hand up. So if yeah. you know yeah, you're just yeah, throwing yeah. that right hand, you're, 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 all, like, yeah, yeah. you're dropping that glove and you know you're dropping your hand. So 
yeah. it was a good one that I thought. Um, Something I've noticed <laughs> that's been working lately and it hasn't gone bad yet, thank God. Um, so we know the left hook or the hook most of the time. Most of No one ever, but it's just weird. Um, so, you know, we'll say turn hip, turn the toe, that is kind of working. And then we still get people like punching sideways, yeah, right? Punch so lately I tell people to try elbowing in the head as they throw the hook. Because okay, yeah. if, if you try elbow me in the head, right, you're gonna go like, like you're gonna get your elbow, yeah. and without even noticing, your fist is there, and like yeah. you've connected with your hook before you've mm -hmm. even thought about what you're doing. So if you feel like people are throwing weird hooks and no cues are, are clicking, yeah, that's one that's worked recently with me is try elbow me in the head, and that, that gets that elbow up. You've got a lot on your Instagram. Page there. You do like how you how you correct stuff. <laughs> do you know how that came about? I had um, a client that is really into like he wants to know the mechanics of everything, it yeah. and it, it's made me like really look at it all and find a new cue from every day. Like we'll have five hundred cues for a jab, like and yeah. he loves it. Like he loves so it's challenged me, and, and I feel like I'm a better trainer for it. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Those clients that make you think. At least, like, like when you post, I like you put up on Instagram and stuff, it's like, it's good for us because it keeps you sharp. You know, yeah, yeah. All that's the basics, and then you, oh, okay. you put yeah. it, you put it in all correctly and stuff like that. So. That's what I like about, I'm great with boxing cues, mm. but like that strength conditioning side, I've trained in it and I enjoy it, but I'm not confident and comfortable with it. Cueing that part. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I use have like we'll, we'll be able to now. Like, yeah, we just, you, just keep it specific, man. Don't we just do yeah. a lot of performance changes and how to perform and whatever. And um, so, well, I do anyway. Josh has one like once a year. <laughs> <laughs> so when I said here, I'm in Sydney. When are you coming back to Sydney for another workshop? So I know the Boxing Burn Academy was there. Yeah. Um, now Stephen and Josh. Back to Chat. Oh, yeah. Well, they got to do it. Like, <laughs> oh, this Jojo, when are we going to Australia? Um, well, here's a good question then. Lizzie, would, when are you going back to Australia? Would you guys go to Australia? <laughs> Think about the academies developed there. Uh, yeah, like I said before, I've, I've had like, a few people message me uh, asking me to go over with the academy and then deliver my like, changes to the level one. If you want me to workshop straight after it. Mm -hmm. I've had a few people messaging me on Instagram, few trainers that are based in Sydney. Uh, well, that's definitely one for the future. There's a lot of English and Irish in Sydney. Oh, loads. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, um, people there. Would you like go with the academy? Would that be like a cool future plan? Yeah, we could team up with them. Like, say, yeah. they do a level one, level two, and then, or let a level one or whatever, and then we, the next day, we'll do the we workshop. Do the, we do the yeah. workshop. Yeah. But I say that, I think, like the question you asked earlier, I think we do complement each other. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just like the other side of the spectrum, isn't it? That's the more boxing side of it, the specific boxing drills. And then we're, we're the conditioning side, we're the performance side. Well, yeah. for the longest time, it was like, if you're a boxer, you train on mitts and sparring, mitts and sparring. Like, you know, science wasn't there to be like, oh, you need to have faster this or yeah. faster acceleration or whatever for um, like more core work needed. So it's just like if you're gonna fight, you practice fighting. If you're, you're gonna play football, football, yeah, practice. Yeah. Yeah. Conditioning was like a five mile run in the morning. If you play soccer, like you just you do a, a friendly game, you just play, you kick a ball around. But like 
you need strong legs, you need strong like knees for, for soccer. So like science is coming so much more into sports. So your your like course is, is like you said, angled with how boxers can be better athletes. Yes. To take that back into but most athletes, it's based on mainly based on our most athletes. But like we said, we throw a lot of boxing specific stuff in there. Um, but yeah, what we teach them is basically to benefit the clients, it can benefit them if they're an athlete. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely compliments uh, the academy pretty well. I think. Yeah, and a good quote to add on to that is because you know we're not all training professional athletes. But just because you're not a professional doesn't mean you should train like that. Yeah. So we all train our clients like like everyone is an athlete on some level. So, um, you know, just because you're not planning on ever fighting in a ring. Two compound lifts, you then lift yeah. the squats. That's training like an athlete. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's strengthening. Um, doing ladder work, doing speed drills. That, like what I feel to, you know, that's, that's training. You know, that's conditioning training as well. Steve, do you know who Meatball Molly is? No. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's asked a question. Uh, would you go in the Meatball, ring? Said that. Would you go in the ring with McGregor or Meatball Molly? That's that. <laughs> oh, one. Meatball Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not weird. Yeah, she's she's an MMA fighter from Liverpool. Oh, okay. Right. Let's just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meatball Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Chris? That was your, yeah, Chris Williams. He's actually, he's actually trained. He's actually trained her a few times. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, uh, yeah, she's a she's an MMA fighter. From Liverpool. From Liverpool. Yeah. Really she cool. um. Bellator, UFC. I think it's, I think it's Bellator. Bellator is great. Yeah, yeah. Bellator, yeah. I think she's in uh, the last one. The last fight that I know <laughs> was, was in the uh, was in the FO arena when, when I was last home. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like April or May. Or something. You know when you see like a name flash up from someone you know is from your kind of town. You're like, is that the local weirdo? You know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. every town has a local weirdo. Like, me <laughs> too. Um, totally forgot what I was gonna say there. Let's see, let's get any other questions in. Um, a few questions that come in is, what's uh, favorite tattoos? Josh, what's your favorite tattoo? <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> Steve, so what are I can't yours? answer that one. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite one is, uh, is this rose about the British English rose on the like That was my first tattoo. Yeah. Um, me being stupid, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get a sleeve. <laughs> like in one session, <laughs> it's just too hard. So I got, I got to the boo boo, and yeah. uh, he basically said, Listen, man, this is the ditch is a bit so basically, that bit is really sensitive. That's what like, that's what like three and a half hours, yeah. Where it's pain. Well, there's a lot of single needle, yeah. It's really, yeah. it's really detailed stuff, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that one definitely. Yeah. yeah, what about you, Josh? Have you any plans for tattoos? Uh, I mean, you talk about this, I talk about it. Again. Um, Sheffield United on you. I'm sorry, a blade on me. Sheffield <laughs> Tuesday forever. <laughs> oh, I think I was thinking of like <laughs> growing one up, like eventually getting sleeve. But I hate needles, so I don't know if I could do it. I talk a good game, but probably will never end up having one. Get an explosive fitness one. My favorite one is um, probably the Hollywood one because it, it just the way you've done it is really good. Or the, or the camera. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're Dodge, Dodge Viper. You're the Dodge Charger, <laughs> Rolls Royce down the middle. Uh, here's a good question that I think you would both be really good at answering. Uh, when would you know when you're overtraining? What's the telltale signs of overtraining? Who wants to hit that first? I think it's just 
um, coming to a session and you're lifting your weights and not hitting what you did before. Yeah. Even if you're not lifting heavy, you feel tired when you're coming into the gym. If you're doing five, six days a week in the gym, um, I feel like that's too much. Yeah. I think a lot of times people feel the need to come in every single day, uh, yeah. train an hour max all the time, all health. Yeah. You don't. You need to be able to let your body recover. They're saying like sleep now is if you're not getting enough sleep, it's just as bad as yeah. smoking or sitting down for eight hours a day. Yeah. Um, but overtraining, it's just it's them telltale signs of like fatigue when you're lifting your weights. You're, Getting more injuries, like that techniques gone. No, like that, no life feeling. Yeah, because yeah. when you know when you, you stop enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be always saying yourself because you know when you are training and when you say you do three sessions a week, you want those sessions to be quality. You want to be yeah. Yeah. quality sessions because that's, that's the best way to get the results. If you're over training, coming in five, six days a week, just killing yourself every day. You know, and moving at a slower pace. You're moving at a slower yeah. pace. Your form's going to be terrible. You and you, and, you know you're going to get yourself injured basically. Uh, yeah. Just be clever, be a bit smart, smart training, you know, you probably that same thing, smart. I think, like, to touch on what Josh said, so, you know, you'll always hear a quote of, um, it's not that one hour in the gym, it's the other 23 hours, it's not matter. So that's when your body is covering and replenishing itself. So to touch on what you said, Josh, like, eating good food, like nutrients, and, like, getting that sleep. Because if you fatigue your body and your sleep is shit and your food isn't great, you haven't replenished your body with mm -hmm. what it needs. That's a huge part. It's not about just coming in and killing it for that hour. Yeah. It's like that old school mentality, isn't it? Just, uh, yeah, push through it and all that. Some people in the gym, they, they come to the gym and they're in the gym for like two hours, but what have what, what, what they really done? Yeah, yeah. What, we, know, what have they really done, really? Before what I used to do with clients is we work on kind of like four week cycles. Yeah. So you'll increase, you'll increase, well, we're trying to keep it consistent. A lot of my clients train twice a week, so what I'll do is I'll uh, we'll do a push pull, upper body, lower body, one day, and then we'll do the opposite muscles on another day, just because you gotta try and get everything in within those two days. Yeah, yeah. But each week, we try and up the load, yeah. um, two or three kilos each week, so you're progressing. Uh, the third week, you go max, and then on that fourth week, you wanna bring it down back down to your first session, to your first week, just so that you can see the adaptation. So you can see your progressions, um, and then you'll you'll see less plateaus in uh, yeah. in your clients. Yeah, if you're working like, on, you go up, up, yeah. up, down, yeah. up, 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 yeah. down. It's not just, just that's not just up all the time. <laughs> I know. Let's let's do a rom, one rep max this week. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that's the best way to kind of avoid plateauing. Is keep it simple. Uh, progress weekly. Um, fourth week, fifth week, come down, good sleep, good food. Whenever you're a trainer, make sure you're educating your clients on all this stuff. You know, if you train someone maybe just once, twice a week, you know, you've got to educate them what they're doing with them with the phase that they're going to spend a lot with you. So you're going to get these people that say they do the session with me twice a week and then they go and kill themselves doing all this other stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. they could come back to me on Monday and they're just drained. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, you need to, yeah. as a trainer, you need to sort of you know, educate them, sit them down, and let them know what they should be doing outside the gym as well. So. Like you said, it's lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle, yeah. yeah. So another question then that just came on, on top of that is, 
and supplements, supplement recommendations, what about massages, etc. So what other things do you do for recommending? Well, supplements are kind of just a, a meal replacement, I see it as. I don't think you yeah. should keep on supplements. I, I don't I don't take supplements, but it's good if you're busy in the day and you haven't got time for a meal. Um, and yeah. it's good also after training, you want to get that protein in within two hours of your training because your protein synthesis is highest then. Um, but supplements... I think your creatines work um, a lot. I don't think I don't. I think you should keep away from multivits. Yeah. I think more specifically to kind of zinc lozenges and stuff like that. But in terms of uh, like multivitamins, I think you should be able to get enough within your diet. Yeah, I agree a little bit on the supplements. Um, if there's something you're lacking from your diet, like if the doctor tells you. Got a deficiency here, definitely supplement it. But the number one thing I'll tell people is like, don't take to uh, supplements if your diet is in terrible order. Yeah. Like if you are eating good, like try stick to like try not really just just try stick to one ingredient foods. Something like chicken, sweet potato, yeah. broccoli, rice, apples. The, the, you don't read an apple and read its ingredients. Yeah. It's an apple. Like. So if you're eating food that is, it is convenient, you, you, like, that's a good diet. And then from there, you can supplement it with something lacking. If you're eating like donuts and processed shit and whacking a lot of multivitamins <laughs> in and, you know, all this shit because it's popular. Yeah. I think if you buy at some point in the nutrition, I think that's what you need. I mean, so you go to the doctor and they say you're lacking sugar, yeah. then maybe. But in general, I think it's all nutrition, it's all what you eat. Um, I mean, that's why, that's why I teach me kinder, that's why I believe, that's why I got taught as a, yeah. you know, playing pro, uh, you know, and that was like one of some of the top, you know, top, top trainers, top focus telling and stuff, so, but yeah, I think help, just healthy, healthy living, healthy lifestyle, and balanced all of that, balance, balance, yeah. balance too. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, with that as well, is that if someone's diet is really bad, you shouldn't drastically change the diet. Yeah, just little little tweaks, little tweaks. It's, 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 yeah, it's a big change. If you're selling it, you're not going to the body. They're not going to sit. Massage, as you mentioned there. I'm a big fan of them lately. It's going to be a sport specific one, real. Yeah, someone that understands what job you do or like what sport you're playing. Yeah. And why you're all the type I did read an article the other day and it was saying that for recovery, massages are the best. Yeah. Like, compared to uh, foam rolling, to uh, ice baths, baths your cryotherapy, what was massages. The, what's the logic behind foam rolling? Yeah. Um, no worries But yeah, the recovery was quicker after a sports massage more than, more than anything. Did it mention like how soon after or it didn't matter? Well, you, you'd want to get it in within that day. As soon as you feel yeah. that dom setting, oh. that's when you want to go for it. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as you feel sore, well, get know. straight into it, and then um, recovery is usually quicker. Interesting. And then again, it's, it's expensive, isn't it? Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, I used to get, Especially uh, in LA. <laughs> I used to get a guy come here once a week, um, really weird for me, like, 
from a stretch lab. And that's like, it's, it, it's sort of like a massage, but it, it, it's it a bit, is in a way. It's, like... it's more like obviously stretching it and get really in there. You find all these, okay. you find a lot like a lot of scar tissue, especially for me, holding pads for like the last six years. I've got a yeah. lot around my wrists. It's painful, but I felt great after it. Yeah. Like I said, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's not cheap. <laughs> not cheap. Right, well, get your last few questions in if you have any guides. Uh, anything at all. We'll get them answered. We've got about five minutes left. But in the meantime, um, so we have an event coming up. It's going to be the second annual Box um, uh, box to End Alzheimer's. So it's um, Kevin Watson's personal, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Campaign. Yeah, campaign. He's a volunteer with the Alzheimer's Association in Los Angeles. So we're throwing a big fundraiser like we did last year um, in Boxenburg in Santa Monica. So we're going to hold a class. Um, it's going to be taught by the original OG, Box and Burn trainers, and then <laughs> some leaders like myself and Josh. Um, so it's going to be on October 28th at 11 a.m. And then we'll also have a Santa Monica gym, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Santa Monica gym. We'll have a block party there, so we'll have food, we'll have drink. It's going to be a trainer auction again. So if you want to see Josh's face, right? go get. <laughs> Ryan Callum will be auctioning us off, off, off again. Oh, no. There's a uh, raffle prizes. Oh, wait, wait there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? <laughs> I wasn't here for the last one. So yeah, there was a trainer raffle. Uh, every trainer? Every trainer. Did you do what? What are you going to do? Uh, a private training session. Oh. You stand in the ring and Brian Callan is basically like ripping so it out. Rips you to bits. I know, it's like, well, that's why you're like, oh, please. Like, I think he called me Samson last time. Samson? You get to bid on your favorite trainers to get a training session and it's all for a good cause. Uh, all the money goes to the Alzheimer's Association. Um, what else were we going to say on that? Oh yeah, there's also two really, well, a lot of good raffle prizes, but two separate one-year memberships at the gym. Oh, nice. Massive yeah. prizes. Um, so you can start reserving your spot for that next week. Um, so yeah, if you're in the area, get involved in that. Be a good B&B family day. It was good last year. Really good last year. Good turnout. How many, yeah. how many did we have in class? Like 70 people? Like, yeah, we did a class for like... Like 50 people in a ring, 10 trainers, yeah. all people's arms everywhere. But to be fair, it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, to be that's how we used to be back in the day. Yeah. Right? When we finished that, that's it. we didn't have, there was no signing, there was no <laughs> So we had to show for work. You know, many first times we're going to go and Me, Tony, kept playing. Like, you went for this, for this, for this class, yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, right, this is Steve on, his, on, on the desk. I'm good now, I'm good. <laughs> But yeah, so we never used to get like 67 people in a class and it was mental, but it used to work. Yeah. So somehow it worked. You could have 10 or 510. But you need, yeah. you need the right people there when you're doing it. You need the right trainers to, to make it work, you know. Yeah. People, are, like we said before, get them trained that are really passionate with the job and it, it, it wouldn't work. They're not going to yeah. do it because they're, they're it already wouldn't not. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. From from a gym that operated as as just people in a park. Yeah. I like I always hear the story and see the pictures of you with the boy belt. Not even joking. Like, like not even joking, yeah. I used to piss blood. 
<laughs> swear to God, two times. Like a proper fighter, just like two men pointing. Well, I would do that for free. <laughs> 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 that was a proper joke. All right, then let's leave it there, lads. Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good note. Um, so, yeah, these lads have their course. The third one, right? One. The shot, third, third one. Third one. Third one. So, next weekend, Boxing Burn in Brentwood. Yeah. Um, and then just stick your Instagram on there again. So, we've got one for the actual workshop. It's Explosive Fitness Performance. That's on Instagram. And then my one is Stephen Kane, PTLA. That's it. Mine's Josh H underscore BMB. And you have me then, Kerry underscore BMB. And then just a shout out to this woman. Say hi, Emma. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Jim would not run without Emma there. So, um, okay, guys, have a good weekend. Um, it's been emotional. See you next time. No more pictures. See you guys. See you later. Bye, guys. Hello. What about this one? Mm. Nice. Sound. So I'm sticking on you.